Our first ever Gotta Hear Both Sides. That was fun to do today, man. That was, because there is two sides to every story. We got to hear them both, and then we got to pick whose side were we on. We also had a two-second tune where Kelly Jordan struggles once man, again I, with the Animal Kingdom. I'm tired of this, man. I'm t- I knew every song on there. You going to shut it down? I, yes. You threatening to walk? <laughs> Maybe. You keep messing with me like this. Plus, a uh, if, you, if you like beer, you're going to want to stick around for... Maybe just me. Maybe just me. And a very interesting start of the break, start of the show. Was I don't even remember what we did. I well, know. we talked oh, about we talked about old uh, sitcom wives who are gorgeous and barely making it in alive. Yes. All right, we got a lot to get to. Come on, podcast right now. Kelly and Wood. In gotta hear both sides. We get two people on the phone who are having an issue with each other. They tell us their side of the story, and then we go to you to see whose side are you on. Now we have Analia on with us first today for gotta hear both sides. She's going to tell us her side of the story. Analia, what's up? <sighs> okay, well, I'm a single mom, um, and I um, I recently moved in with my friend. I pay rent and everything um, to live there. It's not like I'm freeloading. And the other day, um, I, I I heard her yell at my kid. Okay. Ooh, yelled at your kid. At my kid, yeah. And that's that's not okay with me. I mean, no one can yell at my kid. Now, <laughs> I mean, because I always feel like if my kids are acting up, I don't care if someone yells at them. Eh. Now, if they're getting too aggressive, yeah, maybe not a yell, but I don't care if people correct. Was it a correction or was it a straight up yell? It was a yell. Okay. It was a yell, and um, he was very upset after. It took a while for me to calm him down, and he uh, wasn't doing anything wrong. I think I think my friend just lost her patience there, um, and and yelled at him. And it's it's not okay. I mean, I pay to live there, sure, but but that doesn't mean that you can have free reign over my kids. Yeah. Okay. What can I ask? What room the child was in when he was yelled at, or was it you know where? He was in the living room. Common okay. area. Mm. That's a common area. Common area. I think that's important fact. Yeah. No, that's very good. Well, that's a good question. Okay. So we've gotten on Aaliyah's side to this story. Mm-hmm. She's upset that her friend yelled at her child. Now, right now, we're all probably on Analia's side. I'm from the facts I have. But Wood, we got to hear both sides. Got to. So, Analia, I don't mean to be rude, but I will now hang up on you, and we're going to get Haley on the phone to hear her side of the story. Okay. All right, Haley, tell us your side of the story, because we got to hear both sides. Okay, here's the thing, guys. Basically, I own my house, right? Um, I was living on my own before. It was fine, all of that. I have a friend um, who's a single mom, and she was going through a bit of a rough time and needed a place to stay. I was like, why don't you move in with me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she she pays me rent and everything. It's not like I'm letting her have a free pass or anything. She pays rent, but she did move in with her kid. Things were fine for a little bit, but to put it, like, pretty lightly, like, her, her, her kid is a menace. He just will, like, trash everything. He just has manners. He'll, like, yell and whatever, and she just doesn't seem to have control over him, right? And it's just, like, been getting to a point where I am losing my freaking mind, right? And the other day, I'm not proud of it, but, like, I I yelled at him. Like, I said something. I was up to here with it, stressed from work. And at the end of the day, like, it is my house that you are destructing, right? So, basically, she got all mad at me for, like, yelling at her kid. And I'm like, dude, I did you a solid by letting you and your child stay here with me. 
it's my place. Like you need to respect that also. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like if you're not going to say anything like then it, there needs to be somebody who says something. And it's tough when you're single and don't have kids. Like I have a hard time dealing with other people's kids and I have kids mm-hmm. dealing with other people's kids. I have absolutely no patience. Now you said this kid's a menace. Was he yelling? Was he yelling or you know, was he yelling at you? Like what happened when you yelled at him? I mean, I, he was a little taken back because here's the thing. He's the kind that's used to yelling and then getting his way. And I was just not having it. I'm like, that does not fly in my house. Right. Mm-hmm. So he kind of like retracted a little bit and then started crying. And then of course went to his mom and was like, you yeah, that me, blah, blah, blah. you know, and it's like, no, but you didn't say what you did. And like, she doesn't see it. Like she has no control over this dude. Okay. Would we have now heard both sides. So now it's time to figure out what side are we on. Exactly. So we want you to call and text us right now, 320-656-9453, and pick a side. Thank you, Haley. Okay. Kelly and Wood. All right, we just heard both sides from Analia and Haley. They live together. Haley yelled at Analia's son, and she doesn't like it. So now we got to pick a side. Now, good thing to remember here, it's Haley's house. Right. And that's what a lot of the texters seem to be checking in with here. It says, no, uh, you know, Pam, Haley's right. Stephanie, Haley, Haley's right. Her house, her rules. Control your kid wouldn't be an issue. Uh, Sharon says, you know, honestly, that's a problem with a lot of kids these days. There's no discipline in the home. If that's mom's true. not going to do it, well, finally, it's going to come down to the homeowner. Missy, homeowner for sure. Kids' guidance, uh, if the kid isn't getting guidance from the parent, someone needs to. If my kid was acting a fool, someone better call him out. Jill, homeowner side. I would discipline the child if he's disrespecting my house or talking back without anything being done. Sherry, discipline your kid, especially if you're a guest in someone's house. Yeah, I like Lori's text here. I totally get why Haley yelled. A person can only take so much when they live with with misbehavior every day and night. And if it's in a common area and the mother is not parenting, she says she totally gets it. Robin checking in Haley's side. Jenna, she sounds like one of those annoying, oh, I can't say that one, um, Easy. who thinks that their kid does no wrong. Oh, I can't stand those kind of parents. I am on the homeowner side. I, I always assume my kids are in the wrong. Like, I'll yell at them even sometimes when it's not their fault. I, oh. <laughs> just shake the tree a little bit? Well, I just, I want my kids to be the, I, when my kids leave someone's house, I want them to say, wow, those kids are well behaved. They have we, good manners. We ran into, we randomly ran into one of my kids' teachers at uh, Target the other day, and they were like, I just want to tell you, your kids are so kind and so well behaved. That that shines good on you as a parent. It does. It makes you feel really good. Well, and you want to kind of pay that forward, too. You know what I mean? If your kid's being nice to other people, you think that that kind of, you know, yeah. Goes on down. Uh, how about this one? Seaver says, I think the owner of the home could have done something different. Maybe sit down and talk to the mom. That's not a bad idea. That isn't a bad idea. But the thing is, too, and you know this, once you get to that certain level, because I'm sure she was just trying to stay out of it and mm-hmm. just like, all right, I, you know, this, my friend is on hard times. I don't want to make things worse for her. I'll stay out of the way. And then it boils over. That's the problem. But, you try and be nice, and then it boils over. Now, And other people are still rolling in here saying, you know, Mark, totally on Haley's side. Emily, it should have been a red flag when said, no one disciplines my kid. <laughs> but let me ask you, Kelly. Yes. You. Yes. And I know you darn near better than any person on earth. Probably. Would you ever say something to somebody else's kid? Would I say something? Yes. Or snap at somebody? Would I yell? Absolutely not. See, and I think maybe I that's... Came, I came close when we, were at, when we were at Wisconsin Dells that time, and I thought that kid yelled at me to move. And I turned around, I was like, what'd you say to me? He's like, I said Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I was this close. Oh, cool. I, I know Bruce, too. <laughs> I, Bruce! Bruce! You know, I don't want to ride this ride anymore. <laughs> Run off. But no, I don't. it's not my place to yell at somebody else's kids. But I get, I do get annoyed with other people's kids like that, though. I just, especially when I don't see discipline happening. But man, putting yelling at somebody else's kid, like you don't understand, you know, some other things that could be going You're right. on. You're right. No, I agree with you. I'm not saying, but I do get... I get annoyed really quick when I see kids misbehaving, if they're, especially if they're not being disciplined. My friend in Texas, I, I, I hated his kids. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to put that out there in the universe. And I don't even like using the word hate, but I'm using it in the proper context. Well, here. since you whispered into the microphone that goes to the radio tower, nobody heard that. Well, he doesn't. He, we haven't talked in seven, eight years. So, oh, okay. So it's fine. But his kids, like, the, the defining factor was when my daughter had these little princess wings and his son came and threw them in the toilet and he laughed about it. And I was like, I know, you are now my sworn enemy. You went from my best friend to sworn enemy over a pair of princess wings. That ain't right. Or fairy wings. Whatever they were. They were wings, though. Yeah. And I didn't like his kid. Yeah. That ain't right, man. No, it's not. I, I had your back on that one. I'm on your side on that one. Thank you, brother. All right. We got uh, someone that wants to chime in. Uh, Adam, who's actually going to be a dad pretty soon. Mm. What do you think? Would you do something like this? No, not really. Not unless, you know, they did something they weren't supposed to do. I could see them talking to them, but not yelling at them. Yeah, maybe talk to them and explain what they did wrong so they don't do it again. That's the fine line, but right there, right? Someone else, yeah, yelling at someone else's kid. No, I don't see that okay with. Yeah, yeah, it, that's the thing. It's like it takes a village to raise a child, but you don't got to be acting like that's your child, right? Right. No, you can you can teach someone's kid right from wrong, but yelling at them is not cool. It doesn't do any good. That's a parent's job. Yep. And Adam, I can tell you're going to make a good dad, my That's friend. That's right, buddy. <laughs> Thank you for the call, Adam. All right. Well, Wood, I think it's time Come on. to pick a side. <laughs> Judging by everything we've gotten here, Haley, everyone's on Haley's side. I'm surprised. The, the I, owner I really of the am. home. I am, too. I thought everyone would be like, no, you don't yell at my kid. You don't yell at my kid. But we got good Midwestern parents listening, that's why. But see, to me, I'm just, I, I'm more on the caller side of, I, I think she needs to do a better job controlling her ch- child. Don't get me wrong about that. Right. But still, yelling at somebody else's kid. That's <laughs> well, a bridge too well, far look, for me, man. Wood, we heard both sides. That's true. And we've picked a side. You can't argue with picking a side. I go with the, cl- the crowd here. All right, so there it was, our first round of Gotta Hear Both Sides. Kelly and Wood. I'm about to change those to say Brian and Wood, but oh, either way, here we go, around a two-second tune where I will now take on Brian Riley to see who has the better music knowledge. Now, this is it. You get two seconds, buzzing when you know it. Okay. All right, we're going to go with land-based animals, or water-based animals today. Oh. Okay. So, Brian, you will buzz in with? Uh, I'm a dolphin. It's okay. a rough dolphin. That's okay. What other animal in the water makes noise? Um, seals do. Uh, Whales. Sharks do. Yeah. Sharks do. What noise does a shark make? Chomp, 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 chomp. That's not. They don't make that noise. A whale doesn't. Dory go. Yeah. That's, that's not an onomatopoeia. I, I'll be a. I'll be a seal. Arr, arr, arr. Okay. Because I feel go. like I can get to that one quicker. Now I have three songs plus a tiebreaker if needed. Okay. Uh, oh, there's a tiebreaker. Mm. Oh, there is a tiebreaker, my friend. Okay. Mm. So here we go. We have the two second clips. Go ahead and play it. I need the song title and artist. Oh, oh Brian Riley. Uh, Kerosene, Miranda Lambert. God, correct. Dang it. That song starts off hot. That song is a. She looks so good in that video too. Just everybody's gonna go nuts at Winstock when she does that. Yeah, she's, she's gonna got be so the, awesome. She's got those low rise jeans on in that video. Mm. I love that. And video. that's when you kind of knew 
She got some crazy in her. She, yeah, she's going to be here to stay, too. Now, our song number two. Need the song title and artist. You know what the problem is? I'm thrown off because I have to hit these buttons for you. Oh, boy. And the thing is, like... Switch? We'll switch spots. You, you wouldn't be able to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing things over here you can't even begin to comprehend. It's true. Song two. Mm. That is Kelly. You got it on your first there. Chicken fried Zach Brown bear. Yes. All right. Here I we knew go. that one was easy. Weren't you, weren't you uh, bouncing when they were playing this song, like way before it was a radio hit? He used to play at the bar I used to hang out with all the time. He played like every Wednesday night. You know what's funny? I hated this song when it came out. Really? Yeah. And then I became a huge Zach Brown fan. Because I thought it was like, if you, if you only hear this song, it sounds like a corny country song. Mm-hmm. It sounds like honky tonk, but donka dunk. You know what I mean? So, like, okay, I can see it. But this, like this song, he used to play. This was his last song that he played every night. But and it, the place went nuts for it. But then once I became more familiar with the Zach Brown, I was like, oh, they're the real deal. Yeah. Like this song, out of context, the sound just sounded sounded cheesy. I remember the first time I walked in, like, hey, the, they're charging a two dollar cover tonight. I was like, for Zach? I was like, he's here every Wednesday. Two dollars. <laughs> and I was like, I'm I'm leaving. But it, yeah, obviously he did well. Song number three need the song title and art. Wait a second, why would we have a tiebreaker if we're doing Shh, three? Like, there's no way for there to be a tie. Oh, there's a tie. There's always uh, a tie. All right, here we go. Get my dolphin song, ready. Song number three. Kelly, people are crazy. Oh my god, I blinked. Oh my god, people are crazy. Time we met this morning. People are crazy. That is Billy Currington. I think we did. I, I think I beat him to it, but that's okay. No, okay. you did. Now that's okay. Brian is up two one. That's right. So we need a tiebreaker. <laughs> oh, we need a tiebreaker. This one's worth two points. <laughs> All right. Now this is not country. I should mention. Yeah, okay. All right. Here we go. Eighties disco. Oh. I, 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 Brian. Blue Eiffel sixty five. Yes. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I hate it here. I, absolutely. <laughs> I drove in in a snowstorm. Why is it turn? I couldn't even hear the song. I didn't even hear it. Well, I hit it, and then it went up. Yo. Yeah, it's because you like terrible music. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Why am I even here? Wasn't that one of the biggest songs ever? The thing is, Kelly, I swear to God, you got each one of those. You knew it first. But I did. I, the sound. The pressure gets you. The pressure of the sound. Making the sound just I don't do well. You. I don't do well under pressure. That's all right, man. Keep I miss, your head up. I miss when it was just me and you, Wood. <laughs> I miss those. Don't you miss those? Remember how much fun we used to have Take together? When it was just you and I. So me and my wife talking with the kids in the other room. <laughs> Is that out loud? <laughs> Kelly and Wood's Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Audubon, Minnesota, population 560. The 2005 film Sweetland was supposed to be set in Audubon, but it was actually shot in Montevideo. But Mayor Charles Burnett did a good job about keeping citizens calm after being slighted like that. That's leadership. That's why Audubon, Minnesota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood. If you are anywhere where you can hear our voices right now, the weather is nasty. It doesn't matter. Fergus Falls, Grand Forks, Mm -hmm. St. Cloud, everybody's experiencing it right now. It's getting funky all around the place. So we wanted to give a little tip of the cap to everyone who braved the odds to get into work today. Yeah, because, you know, it's always interesting to see, like, who's out there. So, like, right here, first-time texter says, my name is John. I drove from Grand Forks, North Dakota. I do central mobile home repair. 
Man, I bet, I'll, yeah, that's never going to stop, right? You, you can't know, just tell someone you can't repair something because the weather's bad. And I know, like, you know, a lot of those, like, if it, like, freezes underneath, it can get really bad. Like, well, the pipes what? and stuff. Oh, okay. You know, I like, don't think that really happens in the north, does it? Oh, yeah. They put our pipes, like, six feet underground. No, but for, no. like, mobile homes, like, oh, when they come okay. up into Oh, that's it. what he was saying. Okay. Yeah. Because I know, I don't know if you know this or not, but I went to school for HVAC. And so I know that like everything is buried pretty deep underground. It doesn't usually freeze. Wow, that's something I learned in class. We get we get text messages from our apartment about keeping our heat on in case the pipes freeze. Really? Oh yeah. But I, older, I didn't know that that happened in the building. north. I saw one thing that like if those new like Wi-Fi, like your uh, heating and Thermostat? air things, yeah, thermostat. Like if they go funky, like your entire like how like I used to. My parents didn't live here, and they lived back and forth from in Vegas and here. Yeah, I had to go over to their house to make sure like their pipes didn't freeze. Mm-hmm. How, why? How? Because dude, it gets cold. Well, I know, but breaking it, news. As long as it's above thirty-two degrees in the house, you're probably good. Nah, man. Are you paying attention at HVAC school? I was or? paying all kinds of attention in <laughs> HVAC school. I may want to keep your head on. I graduated at the top of my class. We've also had a ton of people in the medical field, like Stephanie right here. She's a VA work, uh, nurse. Kayla, hi there. I'm Kayla. I'm a registered nurse at the St. Cloud VA and primary care, working out there as well. Look at first time texter here. I drove from Warren, Minnesota, to Grand Forks, North Dakota. Oh, that's yeah. that's the one you just read. My bad. Right. No, that's good there. Though, um, Stephanie, I work at the hospital. Unfortunately, people still get sick, need nurses to care for them. Uh, also, dairy farmer from Andrew. He's oh, out there doing that. I can't imagine being a dairy farmer in this weather. I, I just, it, that was just, how do you get out of bed in the morning? And I, and I mean that with respect. Like, are the animals more ornery when it's this cold? Is, does the milk freeze? I don't, well. I don't big know. Old, big old <laughs> wrecking ball swinging underneath there. Yeah. There was some uh, pictures of a, a farm in Buffalo with snow drifts that were bigger than the door frame oh, in the barn. Just, I, I saw earlier today. And you can't you can't call in sick when you're a dairy farmer. No. You can't say, well, I'll just get it tomorrow. Because I think you like have to milk the, the cows every day. Or it can go bad. To keep, well, I think you got to. I think that keeps the milk coming. Then I would think so. Uh, Steve with Northwest Respiratory Services delivering oxygen, and patients still need their oxygen even in crappy weather. Yeah, man, good for you. That's God's work right there. Uh, I work from home. Thank God, but my husband he left for work at four forty five this morning. He's a tech for uh, uh, some sort of thing in the dairy industry. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even read that word. Uh, you know what? You know what? The worst part about getting up to come to work today was. I got up super early because I knew I was going to have to shovel the hump to get out of my driveway, and that was the worst part of my day. The drive-in on the dicey roads wasn't so bad, so like all these people that are having to get up for work early, mm-hmm. that's the worst part, I think. Oh, without out a doubt. Out there in the blowing snow, shoveling. Ugh. Kelly and Wood drinking game. Drink when Kelly mentions HVAC. <laughs> <laughs> when Wood mentions vertigo, when Kelly cries, when Wood is the smartest, and when Brian shows his age. So in other words, you just want to be drunk all morning. That sounds about right. Uh, how about this? I uh, My name's Brianna. I am a direct care staff for government foster care. My clients need 24-hour care. Oh, man. Man. Isn't it amazing to think about that? Like, we always think, like, oh, everyone gets the day off because the weather's bad. Like, literally almost no one gets the day off. Uh, I'm Mandy. I'm going to go donate plasma today. There, there you go. go. My wife's working out there. A little today. extra cheese. Are they open today? Yeah. Oh, man. So, say hi to her. I'm a VA nurse from right there. So, a lot of these people, man. So, just want to let y'all know you're not alone out there today. I work at Anna Marie's alliance they do great work out there got to so what, what is that i don't know what that is i think that's a woman shelter oh okay so yeah you cannot close that place she said now. thank god we never close Absolutely. That's, and that's crazy it's 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 awesome though to know that we're kind of it almost creates a sense of community though like we're all in this together kind of 
Cole, I'm out there plowing snow today. So I've been out there since 8 p.m. on Tuesday. Small breaks here and there, but going ahead, the blowing snow keeps us going. So All right. It's amazing. Listen to how many of those people just do awesome things. Yeah. That is awesome to know. Thank you all so much. And they're listening to us, which is an honor. They're shaking the bed. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We will give it a trashy score. We're going to put it up on that trashy scale and trash flag. We're headed to Texas, my friend. Southwestern trash. That's where we head to an apartment that's got themselves a little bit of a disagreement. Because we have two sisters, Alexis Davis and Treasure Bibbs. Oh, man, you name your daughter Treasure. You're setting her up for something. Something's going down, you would think. But anyways, these two live together, and their neighbor continuously causes them problems. Now, you're probably wondering why. Well, that's because they're too loud. As they make the beast with two backs. Oh! Yeah! Now, apparently this has been a problem in the past. In fact, the two sisters have left their neighbor's notes saying, Hey, can you calm it down? Call me Mr. Flintstone. I can make your bedrock. Yeah, there you go. As you do the deed of darkness, can we maybe take it down a couple notches? <laughs> if the you heart don't, wants what the heart wants. And they said, if you don't, we'll kill you. Whoa, okay, that ratchet. Takes it up a notch, doesn't it? Well, as the couple apparently thumbed their nose at them and went back to it, Treasure said, that's it! I'm no longer threatening. She went across the hall, banged on the door, and when the two people inside opened up, put a gun in their face. The other sister followed suit. She, too, carrying a handgun. Dang, they both got to... And started screaming. Saying, I tried telling you this is about to go down. Well, as you can imagine, someone else called 911. And when authorities arrived, they got a ping in their computers that said, By the way, there's a GPS locator of a stolen car here. So they went upstairs and they settled down Alexis and Treasure and started getting the information on that. And they found out that Treasure... And also had a 2008 Buick that she stopped making payments on. Wow, what could the payment have possibly have been on a 2008 Buick? Don't know, but the car had been repossessed and stolen out of the repo lot. And wouldn't you believe it? It was sitting out in front of Treasure's apartment. <laughs> yes, with the GPS tracking device still intact. Well, the two sisters were quickly taken to jail. No word on the couple... Making a more, but these two are facing a stack of charges that could, by the way, put them in jail for twenty years. Oh, dang! Wow. Okay. Oh, well, I'm at- waving around, threatening yeah. death. And how long could you possibly have had to deal with the loud noise from the neighbors? 15, 20 minutes? Why aren't you asking what they're doing right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right, let's give this one a score, shall we? Would come on. All right. So first of all, we got. Um, I'm going to say this. Living in a neighborhood where you have to hear your neighbors making sweet, 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 sweet emotion. Yeah. Yeah. That feels trashy. That feels like that's probably a trashy place to live. It seems it. Okay. But I'm only going to score it 125 because that's really not their fault. Yeah. No need to brag. But threatening with violence. And notes. Because you got to hear two people expressing their love physically to each other. That's trashy. Agreed. You just got, you got to, you got to ride it out. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Uh, And then we have uh, pulling a gun on them. 
That's trashy. Oh yeah. Anytime you pull a gun on a neighborhood or a neighbor, you're being you're you're being trashy. Big time. Uh then okay, we have a stolen car out in the parking. I'm gonna say this. Nah, I'm not gonna say that. Don't say that. No. Stealing your car that was repoed? That's, that's trashy. trashy. That's two hundred points trashy right there. Mm-hmm. Uh no, Stealing a car with a GPS locator on it. I'm just going to tack on another 50 for that, because they probably didn't know, but that Please. just seems extra trashy. Mm-hmm. And then they were both arrested, right? Yeah. So that's 100. Okay. All right. Well, are you ready for this score today? Come on. I thought we might crack 100 on a ver- or 1,000 on a very short story, but we didn't do it. <sighs> but we got close, my brother. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Today, Treasure and Alexis earned themselves a whopping, a very close... 900 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. All right, it is now time to play Minute to Win It. We throw out a topic, and how does it work again, Wood? So very simple. We throw out a topic. The timer starts, counts down for one minute. All right? Right. Now, the last person to mention one of the, it has to be a correct thing. Right. When the buzzer goes off is the winner. Right. Well, yesterday there was some discrepancy over that. We got to find out a way to make that better. <clears throat> okay, but we're 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 working this out as we go along here. Correct. You're you're a part of the building process here. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what is the topic today? As soon as you mention it, Wood, I'm gonna hit the timer, and then should we just go, Brian? You, me, Brian? You, perfect. Me? Or does it wait? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You guys well, shoot. Somebody it up. could start. I'll start. Uh, Tag sent this in. It said '80s or '90s sitcoms. Go. Family Matters. Oh my god. Oh no, I was thinking of uh, Perfect Strangers. Uh, wow, cheers. Wow. Step by step. Saved by the bell. Fresh Prince. Growing pains. Home improvement. New heart. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I forgot I forgot where we're all. Uh The Wonder Years. Oh. Mm-hmm. Valerie's family. <laughs> what? What the hell is that? Look it up. Don't waste time. Look uh, it up. Married with children. Oh, good one. Waste as much time as I want. I uh, guess you could technically say The Simpsons, right? Yeah. Different Strokes. Roseanne. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Newhart. <laughs> Didn't you already say Newhart? Did I say Newhart already? <laughs> I think you panicked and said Newhart. What was the story about uh, dinosaurs? Dinosaurs. Wasn't that on The TGIF? Cosby Show? Yeah. All right. Uh, did somebody say step-by-step step already? I did. Brian did. For sure. All right. Uh, WKRP. <laughs> ah, that's 70s. Uh, I- girls. <laughs> well, I didn't even hear what you said. Going girls. Oh, nice. I, I had well, I had the Jeffersons down, but I didn't say it because I thought it was seventies. I think that was seventies. Mm-hmm. I think Jeffersons was. We would have let it slide, though. I'm sure. No, uh, no that was good. Would you? You held out. I did. I, I had it in the back of my head. You saw that deer in the headlights look in my eyes. You knew you had it. Dang it! You so, guys get thrown was, off with the ticking. He it, was it is. Sitting, he was sitting on Golden Girls the whole time. <laughs> Smart doubt. Smart move, Woods. I should have wrote that down. Dang it! All right. Well, hey, it's the way it goes, my friend. We can't win them all, and Wood wins today's minute to win it. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does, and I mean no one. It's time for maybe it's just me. All right. So this is a post Mardi Gras tradition, I guess, in Europe, and now it's starting to happen here in the good old U.S. of A. The day after Mardi Gras, what would that be? That would be Ash Wednesday, I guess. That'd be yesterday. Correct. Uh, a lot of people to cure the partying from Mardi Gras eat pickled herring the day on Ash Wednesday. It's not a religious thing, but they believe that the amount of because it's a super salty pickling on the brine, okay. the, the brine is super salty, and scientifically that does help your body absorb more water, water retention, so you get rehydrated quicker. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vinegar in the brine, I guess, would help flush the toxins out of your system. 
And they say that that is exactly the scientific fact behind why eating it can help cure your hangover. I cannot... I. My wife will eat pickled herring, and it, it just grosses me out. My cousin and her will sit there and mow down on a whole bucket of it. Mm. Does it still have the head on it? No, it's sliced no. up. They okay. slice it up, throw it in a brine, and then oh, you yeah. just eat it. With some crackers? You like pickled oh. herring? Oh, yeah, I'll eat that. Do you like it in the cream sauce? Comes in like, no, I, I eat it with like straight from the brine. Well, my wife will eat it in like a cream sauce. Yeah, that part's oh. that's like gross. That that idea is gross. But I'll take the pit and I'll put it on a cracker. And if there's some onions in it, put that on top. And then oh, chow yeah, it down. Got to have the onions. The, the onions help too. My girlfriend's dad will fish all the time. He's a farmer and he does pickled pike like it's nobody's business. And we'll get a jar of that every time we see Oof. him. I just I don't know. Meat to me needs to be fried or deep fried. Yeah, or grilled. Like, You're at not. some point in time, it needs to have heat to it. Unless <laughs> right. it's sushi, which is, like, super fresh. You but know? What is that called? Ceviche? Where you cook it with lemon juice? Yeah, or you, yeah, then you kind of, like, boil it almost. Now, when I worked at the pizza place, we were all pretty big drinkers there. And their cure for a hangover was uh, habanero peppers. And they would put that in everything. Ugh. And it helped because... It would just wake you up. Well, no, it, out. It, uh, it, helps your, it helps your blood vessels carry more oxygen. Because it, it makes your blood vessels expand, hmm. so it actually it actually would cure a headache. But you would just have to get through eating a habanero pepper, Oof. which is like someone punching you in the tongue with a fist of fire. Yeah, there was no better hangover than going to Quick Trip or any gas station and getting the largest fountain pop of wild yeah. cherry Pepsi and just oh, and just let that thing rip. That was the that was my num- my go to. Mine used to be a hot dog and a root beer float from Dairy Queen. <laughs> Hot dog, just to get that bun in there to soak things up. Root beer float to burp. (laughs) This entire conversation makes me so glad I don't drink. You should be glad. At all. I just can't deal with that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't do it anymore, but I'm just saying, you know, as a young star, I used to do that. I just wake up bright as a daisy every day. Uh, I don't know about that. Go take down the day. Plus, I don't like much fish. Like, give me a, you know, like a fish fillet sandwich or something like that. All right, I don't I'll think that's down. fish. I can oh, make you some fish cakes that are, those you are tasty. Wrong. You don't like no. salmon? I mean, yeah, I can, oh. but that's got to be, again, I'm not pulling it out of a jar. <laughs> no, that part. Like, if it's I like, open a can or a jar, I'm, chances are I'm out. Maybe some tuna. Hey, like, it's like pickled egg. Are pickled eggs cooked? Well, they would have to uh, be. They're <laughs> like hard-boiled. They're like hard-boiled oh, and then they're... But I've, that is, if anyone can actually eat a pickled egg and tell me they like it. What about a pickled pig's foot? Oh, that that I really don't. Like, where's the meat in that? You ever had a pickled turkey gizzard? No. Why? Oh. Do y'all not have food? <laughs> I, I used to have to do it as a radio bit, and it was I had to eat all of it, and it was none of it was good. Like any pickle, it, most of it's like it's just straight vinegar. That's like Great Depression food, man. That's oh. like my grandpa's food. My grandpa yeah. used to say he would eat the butthole on a turkey if you could cook it right. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He lived through the Great Depression. He didn't care. My grandparents oh. the same way. They were very you know frugal about things because you didn't have much. But now, guys, we got food. You don't no, have I'm to be not, eating this. Stuff. I'm not saying I eat any of this. I've never had a pickled pig's foot in my life. I don't even understand where the meat is in the foot. It's it's all around the outside. You're I thought just, it was all hoof. You're just gnawing, basically. Nah, I'm out. You're I'm gnawing out. it. All right, but anyway, if you like pickled herring, back to where we started, you now have a new cure for hangovers, and it is pickled herring on a... Uh, just pickled herring the day after a bad drinking binge. I'm with you. I'd just rather just be drunk. <laughs> I'm going to try it. Yeah. All right, well, maybe you didn't find this one interesting. Maybe you actually found it helpful. I don't know. There's no way for me to tell, but I'm going to have another one for you tomorrow, absolutely, because sometimes I bring these to you, and sometimes only I find them interesting, and I have to say that, ha, 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 
Kelly and Wood. Welcome to the bonus track. It's our first break from 5.40 in the morning. We talked about the treacherous trip into work and how we appreciate the people who work in this kind of weather. And yeah, man, we had a bunch bouncing around out there. Plus, Kelly's TV loves are trending to the geriatric age. No, that's not true. I'm just, I'm going back and revisiting some women I didn't realize were attractive when I was a kid. Eh, you'll, you'll see what we're talking about and you will agree. Coming up now in the bonus track, our first break from 5.40. Kelly and Wood. The fact that I even made it in today is a miracle in and of itself. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. And I, I looked outside this morning. I was like, oh, it's not so bad. Then I went out to start my car, and I was like, oh, it's like up to my, above my shin. It did get a tad stacked. Not as bad as they said, though. But I, it's not over yet, also. True. And can before we even hit the, the go. Yeah, I got my finger on the button. Shout out to all the plow drivers, because the roads are really, really in good shape, considering. I was gobsmacked. By how good the roads are. That's what I'm saying. I really was. I was like, "Holy cow!" It was a little dicey getting out of the neighborhood, of course, because they haven't got they haven't broken it down to that level yet. Why would they? But getting on the main thoroughfares, boom! Forget about. That's it. what I'm saying. Do we take that stuff for just for granted? Uh, we do because we're spoiled, without a doubt. You know, and uh, on my drive in, well, I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Why don't we? Why don't we get things? Why don't we heat it up? If you know what I'm saying. Like, listenership is going to be way down today due to the closing. Like, I don't remember. You know what? I like this, though, because I don't remember a time in history where businesses would close because of snow. But there's nothing wrong with taking care of your employees. Now, you and I are going to have to be here regardless. It doesn't mean that Leighton Broadcasting doesn't care about us because the salespeople all have the day. We have a greater purpose. Right. Management has time off. Salespeople have time off. Mm -hmm. Interns, everybody else. I bet you I know who's going to be here, though. Who? Cindy at the front desk. Cindy at the front desk, I don't think has missed a day of work in 50 years. It blows my mind. She is a workhorse. I'm telling you, if you've ever had to pick up a prize here or something like that, Cindy's the one who you you talk to right there. Well, it's weird. Every radio station I've worked at, the person who works the front desk is always the hardest worker, knows everything about Mm -hmm. everything. Right. Could do any of our jobs. Right. She she could come in here and crank out a, a dope morning show. She could go sell commercials. She could do anything. I go to her if I need batteries. Right. I need keys into someone's office. Yep. I, if I need directions. A quick pick-me-up. I mean, hey, Cindy, uh, my wife told me I needed to pick something up here, and I forgot. She's like, it's already printed off in your mailbox. Thank you, right. Cindy. She's, she's amazing. It's, it, I bet I, you she will be here And today. I believe she decorates the female bathroom. Now, as someone who's never been inside like, there. Hey, you're the expert. I don't know what it looks like inside of there. I heard it's beautiful in there. Now, I don't know who's in charge of decorating the men's bathroom, but they're fired. <laughs> Ours is all business, no pleasure. <laughs> it should be, except for the people in there with their DVDs and all that stuff. Uh, people texting in, good snowy morning from Tammy. Thank you, Shout Tammy. Shout out to my amazing husband for driving me into work. That's a good man right there, especially if he didn't have to work today. That's what I'm saying. To get up and out in the snow. I'm a- I'd go start my wife's car, but that's about... Yeah. Nah, I'd drive her in. My wife, being a Texan, hate, just gets so nervous in this car. She said something to me last night, dude. Mr. Kelly, no. I wasn't that worried about the weather. I was like, okay, yes, it's going to be bad, but as long as you respect it, right? Mm -hmm. And I mean that honestly. Like, as long as you respect that this this is dangerous weather and don't act like a moron, you'll probably be okay. You would think. As my wife is saying goodnight to me last night, she was like, I just couldn't bear it if something happened to you. I'm like, who does that? I'm like, is that a threat? That sounds like a threat. Who does that? I don't know. I was just like, hey, you're starting to freak me out now. I, I wasn't that worried, and now you got me thinking, like, oh, my God, I'm going to leave behind my wife and children. Now, that, that house is a circle of sadness. It is, man. I was never like this, but she's a worrier. My wife is a—I'm a worrier. She's a worrier. <sighs> Wouldn't you like to be a worrier, too? <laughs> so, 
So, as she's hugging me goodnight, she goes, I just couldn't bear it if something happened to you. I'm like, hey, I got to get out there and go slay dragons tomorrow. Like, don't don't set me out there feeling negative already. That reminds me of that time when we were flying to Chicago and our promotions director said, hey, hope the plane doesn't crash. And then the and plane had issues. Emergency landing. <laughs> right. And I, I, as soon as that plane hit, I texted her. I said, I... Oh, yeah, you were this close to a haunting. Yeah, you put some bad juju. That's why I was like, don't put that bad. Just in your mind when you go to bed tonight, think Kelly will make it to work just fine tomorrow. Or just don't think. Like, my son stalked me. My, we had to do the driveway yesterday, right? Yeah. And my son did a good job. But he said to me, he said, Dad, you know, I have. And it was like. Raynaud no, syndrome? How dare you? That's a disease I live <laughs> with every day. Raise awareness. And no, he, he gave me like some sort of phobia of the ocean. And I turned. No, you don't. I'm scared of the ocean. Okay, I was like, you can be scared of the ocean and not have a phobia. Yeah. Right? You're scared of the ocean. Well, right, well, who in the right mind isn't? Right. And once you get to a certain depth, yeah, it's terrifying. But you should be scared of it. You know, the ocean could kill you, right? Like, yes. I, I saw that guy drowned in Hawaii. Yeah. It, it is like a real thing. Like, you can be scared of it and not have a phobia fear. Right. There's that line that yes. you guys blast right through. Oh, we just, yeah. All the time. And I told her, too, I was like, hey, you're going to freak the kids out? Like, everything else is like, I will be fine. I, I said, if it's so bad that I cannot get to work, that I will tell Wood, hey, sorry, can't make it. I wouldn't accept it. I know you wouldn't. I would drive down and get you. Part of me wishes I would die on the way to work. <laughs> so that Don't say that. There's, a, there's, a, there's about a 5% inside of me that's like, because then Wood would have to live with that guilt for the rest of his life. Yeah, I can't believe you would do that. For like the next 45 minutes, I would be crushed. Right. Yeah. Until I'd shake it off. Until you played a good song you like, and you're like, all right, cool. Eh, thanks for that one, Kelly. That's your <laughs> sign for me to put it all behind me. Who would fill those small shoes with, I'll, I'll never forget you, Kevin. Speaking of, speaking of shoes, look at these boots that I put on today. These are, I, these are one of the only things I got from my father when he passed away. Those are Papa. My dad had terrible circulation from years of smoking, right? Mm-hmm. So he needed boots that were serious. And these things are about as serious. This is the only piece of camouflage clothing that I own. Those are some poo kickers, man. And they don't they, like they don't even bend at the ankle. I don't know if my dad dipped them in fiberglass or what, but they don't they don't move at all. But I thought if I do go off the road, I want to be prepared. You know, that's a smart move. Like you don't want to be a moron. And I'm in tennis shoes out there, and I'm in snow up to my kneecaps. So I wore I wore the Kodiaks today. Good for you. And I was happy when I came in because they plowed the they plowed the alley closed here. Yeah. Which I thought about you. I was like, how did Wood get into work today? Because I know you didn't climb over that snowbank. It was tough, you know, because there I am <laughs> in my shoes and everything, and it went up to, it's up to the knees at some point, oh, it's you cr- know. it's crazy. So. Uh, and that's, a, that's another thing. I want to hear from you if you had to go to work today, you know, because a lot of people took the day off, but yeah. much like Kelly Jordan, there's a lot of people out there who went to work. Like, there's police officers can't take the day off. Right. Nurses, Nurses. Right. Doctors, all that stuff. If you're in the medical field, that, you know. People getting sick doesn't stop. Who else? Tow truck drivers, of course, plow drivers. Oh, man, they're going to be making a fortune today. Thank goodness. I want to hear from you. You can even just text in at 320-656-9453 who you are, where you're working at, because we're going to read them off a little bit later on today. I want to give a, almost a little a, a small-town salute, if you will. Uh, tip of the hat. Don't you dare take the small-town salute. <laughs> I stole that from Hee Haw. You will not steal it from me. <laughs> but no, a tip of the hat to everyone who had to get into work today. Right. Farmers, Amber texted in 100% right, man. Dairy farmers, yep. All I'll, farmers. That's that's a work that I just won't do. 
Yeah. I, it's just not for me. It's, well, it's, remember when we used to do breakfast on the farm? Mm-hmm. And just the amount of it, like they never get a day off. We've, we've talked to many dairy farmers, and we're like, when do you have a vacation? Like, oh, we don't. Yeah, they got to get people to like cover for them if they go on vacation and stuff. It's You know, that's a, that's a tough ask, too. Right. Hey, Joe, can you milk my herd yeah on it look at brian from grand forks bennett works since four no snow but cold af my brother's up there in grand say, forks isn't right your now. brother your, and your brother's from georgia well he's a bama boy now oh he lives in alabama now and okay. so he called me last night we we're on the phone and he got snow up his back i've never heard someone <laughs> swear so fast and so long and he even said to me he's like god dude i just this is he it's not for him anymore he so I know like in Grand Forks it is even even funkier yeah. up there right now. Ashley says right now I'm milking cow- cows. Tam, I went to work today, so keep those coming. I would yeah. love to hear those today. Absolutely. Today my we were talking about the snowplow drivers earlier, and and thank goodness for them. The thing is, the snow is kind of light and fluffy. So, yeah, man, it, it's I that blowing snow. I couldn't see a dang thing. It was funny because like every I don't know how long it was, every quarter of a mile or so. A little piece of road would show up, and I'd be like, "Okay, I'm way off the I'm way off the road here. Let yeah. me get back to the center." But I just, I, like I said, I I think we learned that you can't they can't have a passenger in one of those big snow plows. I think we learned that. I think somebody told us. I think that maybe just what they told us so we don't show up. Right? Hey, I'm here for my ride along. <laughs> Raising and lowering the levers. Half an hour in, I'd be like, "Can you take me home now? <laughs> it's cold." Where's the cocoa? <laughs> Shannon texted in first time texter Shannon hey. from St. Cloud working in surgery. Ooh, like right now? God, I hope not. <laughs> What a stressful way to put th- someone through surgery. I'm guessing she's getting ready because, you know, the surgery crew starts early. So thank yeah. you, Shannon, for what you do. All yeah. the health workers. Can't imagine that. Man. All right. Well, here we are complaining about what I, we I didn't complain. When did I complain? I'm sure we do at some point. I, I was scared after my wife essentially said goodbye to me and gave me my last rights right yeah. before sleep last night. Yeah, she's got to stop with that. <laughs> You've got to adopt the Woodhouse family rule. No one worries till dad worries? Yep. And yeah. I'm telling you, a brave face. Now, I'll go into a closet and be like, good God, <laughs> what are we going to do? What you saying to dad? Nothing. Nothing. I said I'm not worried. <laughs> 2 23 That doesn't mean anything. Well, we missed the, uh, what was it, the big two 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 day yesterday. Oh, it was all... It was, well, it was wait, February no. 22nd, so it was 2-2-2-2. Right, two, two, two. Of 2023. Right. No, a year ago it would have been a bigger deal. But. A lot of people wanted to get married on February 22nd of 2022. So their anniversary would be 2 22 mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, yeah. Really, I really, a guy like me really cleaned up that day. Well, it probably helped to remember. Like, I honestly got, I still don't know my anniversary date. I know mine like the back of my hand. It's something. My wife has a, my wife has a picture hanging in our bedroom of all the special dates in our life. Really? Like it's, but it's like fancy. It's like the day we got engaged, the day our daughter was born, the day we got married, the day our son was born. So I always have a, I always have a quick reference. Well, that's, I should maybe get one of those. Honestly, God, yesterday we had to go pick up a prescription for the boy. Didn't remember his birthday. I didn't know it. Yeah. They're like, what's his birthday? I'm like, I don't know. He's seven. I know my son's March 21st. Boom. By the way, my son, not seven. <laughs> Isn't he nine? Not eight. <laughs> He's nine. <laughs> well, you missed a couple years there. Look, the COVID years were tough, man. Right. And the look that this guy gives me, though, as it's like, dude, that's your child. Hey. He's fed. He's got a roof. You know give what? Give me I, a break. I'm not a numbers guy. You know what I'm embarrassed of? I give out my wrong address constantly. That's not good. You've I, been there a while. I'm always giving out the wrong area code. Or no, zip, zip code. I don't know my zip code either. I'm giving out my area code for my zip code. It's a hot mess. No, I, but I, I'm always like, shoot, what is it? Because in the past six years, I've lived three different places. So I'm always like, ah, dang it. What is my, what is my zip code? The zip code's tricky. 
And then it's always a roll of the dice whether I get it or not. And then when you put it in like online and it asks you like, do you want to add like those last four numbers, which I don't know what mean. I don't know what that is. Either. I just hit yes every time. Why right. not? I don't know. Are you sure you're getting the right four? Don't know. Why did they add those? I t- Great we need, question. We got questions with no answers. And I know for a fact there's a lot of mail carriers working today. They've been texting in saying, hey, I'm carrying the mail out there today. Neither rain nor sleet nor snow is going to stop them. That's right. So what? I had some rare t- downtime yesterday. Normally when I leave here, it's right back to work on podcasts. That's all you do. Until I go to bed at night and I wake up and do it all over again. But I worked so far ahead because I didn't know what the weather was going to bring. I, I just worked crazy ahead, and then I had all kinds of free time yesterday, so I found myself watching more TV than I normally do. Mm. And there's a channel that I get called uh, Me TV, and it's all like, it's one of the free channels I get with my antenna. So it has nothing on from probably the past 50 years. Correct. Good. No, no, that's not true. There's, there's, I would say all the shows on there are 20 years old or older. All right. So, Vintage. <laughs> but it was fun, like Dick Van Dyke was on. Which a is a show. Good show. I was that from the 50s or 60s, maybe? I'll say the 60s. Okay, but a funny show. And I love how they dressed on that show. Like Dick Van Dyke, even when he was lounging at the house. Suit. Shirt and tie. Well, he maybe have a, a cardigan on mm-hmm. instead of a suit coat. But he was lounging in a suit and tie, or a shirt and tie. I loved it. A innovator of physical comedy. Yeah. Still alive. Still alive and kicking today. But I was looking at his wife and I was like, his wife is an absolute knockout on that show. Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, she had herself a career too. I even texted you. I was like, "Do you realize like how attractive this woman is like on this show?" When I was a kid, they seemed old to me, right? When sure. Because obviously, I wasn't around in the '60s, but when I was watching the show in reruns. Merely, they were all old people to me. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going back, and I'm, an episode of Bob Newhart came on after that. I think that was in the '70s. Again, I wasn't around when it was originally on, but I saw it in reruns. And I'm like, man, Bob Newhart's wife is an absolute ten. On that show, I'm sure I don't remember that show and the show Newhart, where they owned the little like inn in, in in Vermont or wherever it was, and then the entire show ended up being a dream, right? But his wife in that show, I'm like, these people all seem old to me when I was a kid, and now I'm like, these women are drop dead gorgeous. I'm gonna throw one at you that's gonna be out of left field. You Here ready for go. this one? I was watching Cheers. And I was like, if you say Carla, I'm going to get up and walk no. out of the studio. <laughs> no. Carla did have a nice body, though. No, she did. That yes, was she the did. Mo- her attitude just made her the most just despicable no, but human on earth. If you look, she, she, had, she had curves in all well, the right you got places. Some, you got some things, man. There's some things we need to talk about <laughs> off the air. <laughs> no. But then I'm watching Cheers, and Lilith comes on the screen. No. And I'm like, Lilith was insanely attractive. She had no pigmentation. So she lived in Boston. They don't get a lot of sun over there. She was see through, man. <laughs> but if you okay, the episodes where she was kind of cutting loose, like there's one episode I think she's hitting on Sam. Or oh, where they go off and yeah, she yeah. tries to hook up. Yeah, and I'm like, I was like, she was insanely attractive when she let the hair down from that knot. Yes, that that on that hairdo, honest to God. Now, again, this is coming from a guy who's been bald since he's been, like, 25. Yes. So, I don't know. Well, look at it through that lens. That hairdo looks painful, though. Like, it's pulled so <laughs> tight. Like, wouldn't that, as a female, wouldn't that give you, like, a headache? It looks like it, w- it, looks like it would be constant tugging at the roots. That's what I'm saying. Like, wouldn't that be just, like, insane? I, my entire head would be backwards. <laughs> You're trying to give in to it the entire time. But it was just shocking to me to see all these people that I never looked at like that when I was a kid. And now I'm going back and watching these shows like, dang. These women were attractive. There has to be one that you've seen that you didn't think when you were a kid was attractive, and now you're like, wow. 
I'll say that I've been I've gone back and I've started rewatching The Sopranos again. Yeah. For about the seven hundred twenty seventh time. Right. For the, for some reason this time I'm kind of like Doctor Melfi's kind of pretty because you're getting older. I don't know. Maybe that's it. She, she was pretty in the earlier episodes. I, I think I saw too many interviews with her outside of that show that made me kind of not like her. But she was also in Goodfellas. True. She was oh, a knockout. What? She was a knockout in Goodfellas. Well, until she got the cocaine. Right. You know, a cocaine addiction will definitely take you down a few pegs. Yeah, yeah, she, no she no secret there. Pretty wild there at the end. Can I tell you something that continues to drive me? I've talked about this before. My wife still to this moment. Has a humongous crush on Rip from Yellowstone. I don't know who that is. He's the guy in the black hat. <laughs> Isn't that all of them? I've no. Never, I've never seen an episode of Yellowstone. No, he's the guy who's walking around. He's always talking like this. Again, isn't that all of them? So I have tried to emulate him a little bit. And let me tell you, brother, not working. <laughs> well, no. There's nothing about you that screams cowboy. Yeah, I'm jumping like, yeah. Aside from your truck and the music that you play, nothing about you seems cowboy. Well, I told her like last night, I was like, you want me to go out and get the mail? Because I'll go through the snow for you. And I like went out there. And then your vertigo kicks in, your Raynaud syndrome. <laughs> I came in, I'm like, can you turn the hot water on my fingers? It's Andrea, right. Man down. Man down. <laughs> like, guess what, Andrea? The battery on my heated gloves went out. This is awful. <laughs> you would not make it on Yellowstone or in Yellowstone or wherever the hell they are. Dude, can you imagine me as a ranch hand? No. I'd last eight minutes. Yeah, you'd be dead. I, you'd be I, dead your first day in. I got to ride a horse. We You're, don't have one of them six-wheeled gators I can whip around. You would get gouged. You would go down in a mud pie or a, whatever they call it, and a bull would get you. It would be. It would just be over. Something would happen to me. You wouldn't be able to drive the cattle across the land. Uh, Lisa Texan, who doesn't have a crush on Rip? He is like the one big, I think, like the heartthrob now on that show. But it's weird. If you see him without the beard and out the cowboy get up, yeah. looks totally different. Right. That's a reminder. Fellas. The beard, it's a pro move. It can hide a lot. Should we do some history? I'll walk it with you. It was on this day, Wood, all the way back in 1896, which I can't believe this thing has been around that long. Mr. Owl, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? A good question. Let's find out. One, two, three... One of my favorite candies. I will defend this one till the death. I'm, the Tootsie Pop, the Tootsie Roll Pop. Unless it's the brown one. The brown ones just taste like. Toe. I like. I like that one too because that Ugh. one's like chocolate with the to- no. See, yeah, they say it tastes like chocolate. That just tastes like toast. No thanks. No, it doesn't. But I you know you. it toast tastes like you freak. And who? <laughs> <laughs> the hell's going on? You are no rip. <laughs> Let me no rip ain't, rip ain't licking no toes. I guarantee you that. But who didn't try the whole Tootsie Pop to see how many licks it would take? Yeah, I got I, to maybe like three hundred, and I was like, you know what, I'm done here. But see, I always like when you have a little bit of Tootsie Roll showing on the inside, and then I like biting into it. Yeah, those two different textures, the crunchy and the soft, coming together at last. I'm telling you, if I used to, if I would get one of those at like Halloween, that was an A stack. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the one you put in the, the equality group. Yeah. There. Oh, 100%. My daughter wanted to buy some for her, just like her friends for, for uh, Valentine's Day. The only thing I could find was like a 64-pack of them. Mm-hmm. I, I bought it anyway. Well, yeah. That, and then that way, that way I got 60 on stand, standby. Some groceries are like uh, gas stations and stuff will sell them by the single, and they're only like a quarter. That's oh, a deal, man. That is. A, in today's day and age? Heck yeah. That's a hell of a deal. Come on now. It was on this day in 1954. A year of anxiety and triumphs. A major 
major medical hurdle was crossed with the discovery by Dr. Jonas Salk of the anti-polio vaccine. The polio vaccine was discovered, developed, and for the time being, anyway, it it wiped out polio for a really long time. It's back now, but... And that was a brutal, brutal disease. Yeah, because it would, it could paralyze, it could kill, it could... Isn't, isn't that like where they got the iron lung? Where people yeah. Were iron lungs back then? You'd see like those pictures of the kids like literally in like a machine from like the neck down. Yeah. Just laying, and they would have to be in those for like days. Do you still get, do kids still get a polio vaccine? I think they still get it, right? I think so. When yeah. Born? Okay. And then for a while they like people stopped and like you said, I think it kind of came back a little bit, but it's, it, it, man, it's amazing that we got rid of that. Man, you said it, brother. Uh, 1997. I still remember this. Look. All you have to do is tell me what it's worth to you. What's a person worth? No, 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 no. What's one worth to you? Schindler's List was shown on NBC in its entirety, uncensored. 65 million people tuned in to watch it. One of my favorite scenes from Seinfeld. I had to grab this earlier because this always makes me laugh, this scene from Seinfeld. (laughs) What did I do? How could you? How could I what? You were making out during Schindler's List? (laughs) (laughs) The episode where he's just going to town during Schindler's List with his girlfriend is hilarious. Rarely am I on his parents' side. I'm on his parents' side on that one. Well, the funny thing behind the thing was that his parents were staying with him. Him and his girlfriend had nowhere to go to be intimate. So they went to see Schindler's List, and one thing led to another. See another movie, man. <laughs> They're making out. That was great comedy. That's one of the things that made Seinfeld so awesome. And there was, in honest to God, I never really watched the movie because it just too I, much for me. Well, I was say I remember NBC showing it, and I remember it being too much. And I remember there's some sort of like deal with the girl in the red coat. Like that's the only yeah. color in the movie, right? I think so. Yeah. And I, either way. Yeah, that's a that's a heavy one right there. Well, let's lighten it up a little bit with some Please. birthdays. How about that? Please. Celebrating a birthday today. Once a year, Donna and I spend a day treating ourselves. What do we treat ourselves to? Clothes. Treat yourself. Fragrances. Treat yourself. Massages. Treat yourself. Mimosas. Treat yourself. Fine leather goods. Treat yourself. It's the best day of the year. The best day of the year. <laughs> Aziz Ansari, it's his birthday today. Phenomenal character on that show. Yeah, no personality in real life, though. Oddly enough. Yeah, you you didn't have you didn't have a good run in with him. I didn't, and it wasn't even he wasn't necessarily rude. He was rude the first time I met him, but not the second time. But just absolutely no personality. And then he got in trouble with some Me Too stuff, if I yeah, remember right. He did. I don't know if he ever bounced back from that or not. He's I think he's younger than I think. I think he's gonna say I'm gonna say 42. Ah, you're actually a little high on that. Actually. Really? He's only 40. You go back and watch that. Uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah. Chris Pratt steals literally every scene he was in. Every character on that show was phenomenal. Like they, That was one of the best cast shows of all Ron time. Ron Swanson was good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Aziz Ansari, obviously. The guy who played John Ralphio was... I wish he would have been in more scenes. That dude was hilarious. Whoever that... Uh, the goofball... You know, the guy who does everything wrong that everybody hates, the fat white guy. <laughs> yeah. He was good, too. Like, his real name is, like, Gary, but they called him Jerry for yeah. so long. He just never correct. Oh, man, that show was... I might go back and start watching that. There you go. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today. I'm just living the dream, Anna. Oh, how I wish this could last forever. Mm. Josh Gad, it's his birthday today. I believe he's the voice of Olaf. I didn't do any research on that, but I... I Yeah, I believe... I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, he's also the voice of uh, the sidekick in Beauty and the Beast one, too. Okay, yeah, that is the voice of Olaf. Okay. Uh, but Boy, he's made a grip doing voice work. Yeah, man. Well, he's got a, I mean, he's got a good voice. I'm just living the dream, Anna. Oh, how I wish this could last forever. 45. 
Ah, uh, you're actually a little bit high on that one. Josh Gad is only the ripe old age of 42 today. Okay. So he's still a, he's still a youngin. Man, he's printing Disney money. I don't know if I've seen him in anything real, though, where he's actually played a human being. Yeah, he was in some stuff. He actually wasn't bad in a couple things. I think he had like a failed sitcom where he was like the president's son or something once. Okay. So he's been in a couple things. All right. 